Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow765 and today I'm talking about 4,000 days in business. My last podcast, I, I sort of ended up, <laughs> ended up ranting a little bit in relation to uh, the difficulties um, with business. And it's not to say that none of that um, that people experience is not true. It's more so going, we have to focus with what's within our control and how we can move forward. It's that Stockdale um, approach all over again. But 4,000 days in business, I guess you can add another six years there and you know probably three or four years in management, so to speak. But the way I see it, it's still very early days in my career. And uh, I'm excited by that. That's that's an exciting concept prospect. Uh, I guess it's a way to compete that you can always compete. You don't get to the point where, or if you do it, you're usually on your last legs. You can compete all the way through. But I guess there's a couple of key things, some uncommon things that I wanted to share that I have learned through the process of, of business. Um, there's definitely individuals that I've looked up to uh, as well. And so the the value that I've gotten from them, both in person, in books, on webinars, seminars, spent money on some people who got nothing, spent nothing on other people who got heaps. It's, it's actually quite interesting. But I want to share a few things with you today um, that I... I hope is going to be beneficial for you in some capacity because the things that you do well in business, you probably do well in other areas. And I think it's important to make sure you, you really lean on those strengths. Now, I've talked at length about you know your potential is in the areas where you're probably not paying as much attention. And that's really important to to give credit to as well. You need to make sure that you don't have these blinding weak spots that are going to undo you at some point. And they have to me. I had somewhat near $50,000 owing in tax that I didn't get on top of in, for the business did. I didn't personally, the business did, that I didn't get um, on top of for years. It was a fucking struggle, big time. While house-sitting and earning next to nothing, eating cans of tuna and milk, I felt like a kitten for dinner because it was just two dollars for two liters of milk and you'd just get whatever cans of tuna were on uh, on sale half price and so it can be hard for sure um and that's where really the first question comes down to do you enjoy it why are you why are you doing what you're doing because if you don't enjoy it because you don't get a, ch- a choice of if times are hard or not you have no idea what's around the corner. You have no idea whether or not your landlord is going to sell the area that you're living. You have to move out and that's going to coincide with a family member passing or coincide with a relationship breakdown or a partnership breakdown in the business. You have no control over that. You only have control of how you respond to that. So shit will always get hard and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what makes this worth pursuing. Because otherwise, we're just pursuing some sort of weird average where people get to dictate how much you're worth per hour. Let the market dictate that. You upvalue, you upskill yourself. And then also, they get to decide when you go on holidays or whatever the case might be. It's not, I get that's for people. It's not trying to, you know, 
put that down. It's just going for me and anyone that's interested in business, that's usually not the kind of thing that looks appealing. And even if you are doing that example that I just shared there, do you enjoy that? Is it is there something there that you enjoy? Because if you enjoy it, keep fucking doing it. If you don't enjoy it, you don't get another chance at this. You don't get another shot at this. I know it sounds motivational or you know kind of corny, but you just don't. When you drive to work today or tomorrow or whenever you're going to work again, stop and act, like ask yourself, if you haven't asked yourself, do I still enjoy this? Do I want to do this? And if the answer is not like, yeah, no, I, I do. I, I do. There's some things I've got to work on or I fucking love this or something along those lines. Then change because you will never be able to produce an amazing result if you're not fucking into it. If you just work in there 40 hours so you can have, you know, 24 hours over a weekend to yourself and you don't even get that to yourself because you've got to catch up on all the other shit. Like these are the things to consider. And when it comes down to business, it's not 40 hours. It's way more. So do you enjoy it? Because people feel that if you can't rock up and actually fully be there, people will pick up on that 100%. You have someone, you know, you go to somewhere that they make burgers or sandwiches or food or whatever, and the person there is is passionate and energetic. You're like, fuck yeah, I can't wait. Like the person's going to make this with passion compared to the person that's just like, yeah, it's the same as always. What do you want today? You're like, fuck, whatever you're not cooking, mate, not interested in it whatsoever. But here's the thing, all that comes out in your work. And if anything, it's so important to enjoy it. It's so important that you have to go to the beat of your own drum. The difficulty is that people go, what does the market want? It's like, yeah, you you can give things to the market. I understand that's a smart, intelligent approach, especially when it comes to business economics. And I think there's part of it. It's like, I enjoy the, the, the game of that. If that's the case, great. But if you're, if you're having to adjust who you are on a daily basis to try and meet the market, you never get to actually fucking live and be who you are. So you never work to the beat of your own drum, especially in small business. Work to the beat of your own drum. That way you'll attract people that respect and like what you do. And that makes the sale so much easier. You know, a couple of things I can over the years I've learned is that people, you know, or heard at least, people will talk about you. They'll they'll compare you. Yeah. Yeah, they will. That's that's normal. That is a really normal thing for human beings to do in business and out of business. People do it with fucking churches. Like <laughs> you, you, once again, it's not in control. But if you love what you do, if you're able to deliver and you have a genuine interest in what you do, then you will always be able to deliver an, an, an amazing product. And you'll always be able to deliver an amazing product to the people that actually want it. You're always going to have people that experience your product or service and not want it, not value it, and think it was pretty average. Good. Part of you coming here and figuring that out is whether or not we're going to continue doing work together. You don't need to appease to everyone. At all. Ever. Never. <laughs> so important. So don't try and and be anything that you're not. And think about that for yourself right now. Am I trying to appease people that I don't even actually like that much just so they pay a membership or buy a product? I had this conversation and I might have clients listening to this and I hope you understand this from the bottom of my heart. I just got sick and tired of asking for $50 a week. So some like this, I'm talking about conversations with my team 
they're like this person oh you know they're they're, they're sort of um and ahhing about whether they're going to join or not i'm like just don't worry about it like i i don't need to argue with someone to pay 50 bucks a week our memberships change there's there's different variations but at the end of the day 50 bucks if the person doesn't want to be here that's fine they don't let them be here that's completely okay i don't need to be like please please pay me $50. And when I sort of learned that lesson, as silly and as simple as it is, I just decided that that was it. I, I'm i no longer going to do that. I'm done chasing field mice. And in doing so, it enabled people to rock up so much easier, so much easier and enjoy it. And I got to enjoy it as well. And that was one of the most powerful lessons for me. Am I chasing field mice? Am I chasing antelope? And at the end of the day, and this is the last thing, that I'll share with you. People matter. The people you have on your team absolutely matter. The, the clients you have absolutely matter. Your neighbors, your landlords, your accountants, every single person on the bus matters and act like that. They all play an extremely important role and they should be treated as if they're important because they are. And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, then please like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Uh, you can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, online or in stores. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about the inner game or the coach's circle, uh, which are two programs that I run, then head to alphathetaflow.com or follow the links in the uh, show notes. But that's it from me. Big love, peace, and pizza. I'll see you all soon.